Welcome to the Lead Quietly podcast. I'm your host, Jen Boyle, communications professional, leader, and entrepreneur, and I'm passionate about helping quiet and introverted women become confident leaders without having to be loud. I discovered the power of quiet leadership after being promoted into a leadership position overnight and feeling that it wasn't meant for me because I was too quiet and not assertive enough. And this same self-doubt kept me from becoming the entrepreneur I knew I was meant to be for almost a decade. This podcast is to show quiet and introverted women just like you that you can absolutely be a great leader at work, in business, and in your life without changing who you are. If you are ready to stop sitting on the sidelines and unlock your leadership potential, then you're in the right place. Let's get started. Hello, and welcome back to the show, to the Lead Quietly podcast. Today, I want to talk about comparison, and I want to talk about the feeling of being behind. And this is something I know many of you probably have felt before, um, sometimes in your life or in your business. And it is very overwhelming. Sometimes comparison, sometimes the sense of feeling behind can overtake your mind and really get in your way. And that's why I want to shine a light on it today and bring it up and acknowledge when this is happening. And that is my purpose today. I don't claim to have the solution to getting rid of comparison. However, I think Sometimes we don't realize that we are in comparison mode and we need a little reminder. So that's what I'm hoping today is to help you check yourself. Are you feeling behind? Are you feeling like you are unintentionally or subconsciously comparing yourself to someone else? And if so, realizing it is the first step to being able to change it. And why I wanted to talk about this now, it's early November and the end of 2023 is approaching. And what brought this topic up for me personally is the idea of planning for 2024. I think starting in September, I started to see posts on Instagram about getting your sales plan or your business plan ready for 2024. And I have to tell you, it was completely overwhelming to me back in September to start to see those kinds of posts. And it made me think right away, oh my goodness, I have no idea what my 2024 plan is. I don't even know where to start. I'm not even sure what I want to do. And I thought, but I better get on that because if I don't, I'll be behind. And I kind of went with that feeling for a week or two and then never did anything about it. And only recently, now a few months later, Am I actually starting to actually think about planning for 2024? And I feel more ready now. So that's why I wanted to talk about it today. What was the difference between how I was feeling then and how I'm feeling now in terms of being ready now to start looking at 2024 and making some plans? And I want to break down what's different. So back in September, the idea of planning was coming at me from needing to keep up with everyone else and needing to not be behind. And what's different now is that I want to think about 2024. I feel like I'm in a good headspace to think about 2024. And the key thing that's different is that I allowed myself some time to reflect on 2023. Back in September, I had just finished a launch of a program. I 
was really tired from doing that. I was really exhausted. And my mindset and my energy was not at all in the space for planning for something next because I hadn't actually taken any time to reflect on the current year that I was in. And I was thinking about planning for all the wrong reasons, for comparison, for keeping up, for feeling like I should versus wanting to. So that's really the main difference. And I have to shout out a friend, Jen, who is a business coach and uh, a colleague and friend of mine. I'll tag her in the show notes. And she is an accountability coach and a business coach. And she helps people break down goals into action plans and then helps you with the accountability to actually carry them out, in addition to helping you plan in your business. And um, she's coming into my Facebook group coming up next week and doing a special session on planning for the members of the Quiet Leader Community private Facebook group. And I'm so excited to have her come. She was a big help for me in asking me some really good questions about 2023 and encouraging me to take time to reflect before I was ready to plan. So I just wanted to shout her out. You should follow her if you don't already. And if you're interested in being part of that planning session that she's going to lead for us, I will link my Facebook group down in the show notes and you can find all the details in the group. So let me know if you're interested in that too. You can also send me a DM. But what I wanted to say is think about this for a second for yourself. You might use the topic of planning for 2024 as well or something else that you're doing. Is it a Black Friday sale? Is it a new offer you think you should put out? Is it a podcast you think you should start? Is there something that you are working on that's in your plan that you actually aren't sure why you're doing it? Or maybe you're doing it for the wrong reasons. Maybe now isn't the right time. Maybe you're trying to do too many things at the same time. You're not sure if that particular thing is the right thing for you or your brand right now. And maybe you aren't sure why you actually want that or if you want it at all. So I want to help you just take a minute to pause and think about what you're doing. Assess what you're doing in your own life, in your own business right now. And is there anything that comes to mind that you're doing out of comparison? Or you're doing because you don't want to be left out. You don't want to let someone down. Or you're doing it because you don't want to be behind. Sometimes I find this feeling of being behind has nothing to do with other people, but actually has to do with your own expectations on yourself. So I'll just pause there and let that sink in. It may be true for you when you think, wait a second, I'm trying to push to get something accomplished by a certain date. And the only person who is expecting me to do that is me. And there are times I fully recognize when you need to push yourself and you need to set a date, you need to get yourself to stay in action and not procrastinate. Absolutely. But if you are unrealistic in an expectation and you are trying to juggle too many things and it's just not reasonable for you right now, or it's literally not what you want to do right now and you're, you've kind of lost your way, you have permission to change your mind. You have permission to let things go. You have permission to put something on pause. You have permission to just set it aside for now and come back to it later or eliminate it altogether. 
that's what I wanted to, a message I wanted to get to you today. Recognize if you're in comparison, recognize if you're judging yourself about your pace and feeling behind. And maybe it has nothing to do with comparison or other people. Maybe it's you and your own expectations. And I just want you to know and hear the message that you have permission to change your mind. You have permission to process things and then get in a better place to take the action because you want to, because it's something you actually want instead of just doing it to people please or to keep up or not wanting to be behind. So back to planning for 2024. I wanted to end this quick episode with sharing a couple of questions. If you are in this uh, similar situation, maybe you're at the point where you haven't even thought about 2024. And most years, that's me. This is actually the very first year that I am thinking about business planning this far in advance. I've never done this before. And I wanted to say, once I got into that kind of good energy of wanting to do this, it felt a lot better. And part of the thing that's so good about it now is figuring out how this is actually going to benefit me and why I want to do this planning now. And a couple of reasons come up. I want to do this planning, not because everyone else is doing it. I want to do it because it will make me more efficient. It will help me use the limited time I have to work on my business to do the things that are absolutely necessary. It will help me prioritize more and be smarter about my limited time and not waste time. And because of the reflection exercise that I spent time doing about this year and how it's gone, it brought up a few points for me of things I want to do different, things that I didn't love about this year. One of those being I kept changing my plan. I changed my plan so many times about what I was offering and what I was doing and what I was calling myself and what was I going to do. And I don't want another year like that. If you can see yourself and hear yourself in my story and kind of my realization from this year, don't feel bad. I think part of that is necessary when you're in your first couple of years. I'm in year two of business. I've just started year three and you need some time to try things. You need time to experiment. You need time to just figure things out and test a lot of things before you get really solid. And I needed that. So on reflection, feeling like I changed my plan a lot wasn't a bad thing, but it was a good learning moment to think if I want to have different results next year and I'm in year three, I'm in a new place in my business with more clarity, more confidence and more clearly defined goals, then I know that I need to do some planning and I know I need to stick to the plan. So that's what's different And I'm really excited about planning now compared to September where I thought that was the last thing on my mind. So the actual questions that I used, some of them, um, I'm going to share with you here. So if you're thinking about your year so far, and I know 2023 is not over, what went well? What didn't go well? What gave you energy and what gave you joy or happiness? What made you feel happy? What felt draining? What felt like a time suck or an energy leak? What would you like to do less of next year? 
And then lastly, what worked really well in terms of actually getting you results in your business? For example, what were the activities that you can pinpoint that brought clients in, that brought revenue in, that grew your following, that grew your community or whatever it is? Can you pinpoint the actual activities that you did and how can you do more of those instead of always trying to think of new things to do sometimes we actually need to look back and do more of what we've already done i hope that makes sense and then the last thing as those are all reflection questions for 2023 and if you want to think about 2024 instead of starting with okay what are my goals and you know getting into the action and the nitty-gritty think about just visioning for a second imagine it is december 31st 2024 and you are then reflecting on next year and how your year has gone and think about putting yourself in that situation and in your shoes a year later and what is it that you want to be thinking about then what do you imagine has happened how are you feeling what are you thinking how do you behave what's different what's the same all of those things. Sometimes a little bit of dreaming and general visioning can be really helpful before you sit down and start writing down like goal number one, goal number two. Sometimes you need that big picture before you can get into the specifics. So I hope those questions are helpful and give them a try if it feels right for you and I wish you good luck on your planning for 2024 if that feels like something you want to do. And if you are looking for a space and a guide to help you with that, I am hosting a special um, planning session inside my private Facebook group next week, November 15th. If you happen to catch this episode in time and you can find all the details in the show notes below for how to access that group and in the group is where you'll find all the details for the planning session. So thank you so much for listening. I hope this has been helpful. Comparison happens to all of us. It doesn't feel great, but you don't have to sit in it. Uh, As soon as you become aware of it, you can come back to yourself. And that's something about leading. And I talk a lot about quiet leadership. Being a quiet leader might mean you don't need to announce to the world everything that you're doing. But if you are really taking the steps and doing the things that you want because you want them, it's the right time for you, they feel aligned, then you are leading in your own way and you're leading even if it's just for you. So I want you to have that and I I don't want you to be doing everything for yourself in relation to others. Let's put you in the driver's seat. Let's get you feeling like the leader of your business, the leader of your life and I know that you can do this and you can do it in a quiet way without being loud and without having to announce everything that you're doing to the whole world if you don't want to. I hope you found some value in this episode and I'll catch you on the next one. Thank you so much for listening to the Lead Quietly podcast. I hope something in this episode resonated with you and you took something away that will help you tap into your inner leader. Take some time to process and you'll know when it's time to take action towards your big goals. You can find me on Instagram at Lead Quietly and in my free Facebook group called the Quiet Leader Community. Thank you so much for listening and I'll catch you on the next episode.